Hey everyone, welcome to Breakthrough Conversations. I am the host, Danielle Perry. And if you are back, that means you are ready to see part two of Lynn's episode titled, Raising a Son Challenged by Autism. If you haven't seen part one, go ahead and check it out. In the meantime, here is part two, be blessed. That's why I don't say he has it. Mm -hmm. I say he's challenged by it. Okay, okay. Talk to us about... Your, your other children, Christian, fast forward to Sydney. Okay. Sydney is born how much long? How, how much longer after Christian? Uh, Sydney and Christian are, ele- yeah, they're a year apart. They're a year apart. They are. That's why they're two peas in a pot. Yeah. Uh, so, um, but their birthdays are, are spread apart. So okay. Sydney, so Christian will be 23. Okay. In, in March. And then Sydney will turn 22 in November. Okay. So yeah. Okay. They are definitely two peas in yes, a pot. Yes, they are. <laughs> yes. And that's wonderful. I love seeing their relationship. I think it's wonderful. Hilarious. Did you have any fears when you got pregnant For, with Sydney? No, I, I don't think so. Okay. So um, at this point, you're like, you're settled in I'm as far as you have, you have four kids now as yes. far as a blended family. You mm-hmm. get pregnant with Sydney. At this point, you're not really thinking about mm-hmm. what if with Sydney. No. And if it was, it was very fleeting. Okay. Um, at that point, it was more when Sid, with, uh, when I did get pregnant again mm-hmm. with Sid, I, it was more like, God, look, um, I need a girl. Right, four boys. Yeah, too much testosterone in this house. Uh Okay, Uh I need a, I need a girl. Uh I need some calmness in this house. Uh I need, I need you to bring this, this testosterone level (laughs) down. Right. Um, Let's please, please. I do not want any more boys. Uh Now I wanted a boy with Chris. Uh, Dante wanted a girl. Okay. And I was like, nah, I want a boy. Okay. I want a boy. Uh-huh. Boys love their mommies. You know, <laughs> boys love their mommies. Uh-huh. Um, and they do. Uh-huh. Um, but then, you know, they, they love other girls after uh-huh. that period of time. And it's like, pff, right. whatever. Oh. <laughs> oh, oh, I'm not the best thing since sliced bread anymore. Um <laughs> So yeah, by then it was like God, we look a, a little more estrogen yeah, in this house. So yeah. so yeah. So um, Sydney's born. Mm-hmm. What's the age difference between Justin and Christian? Uh, so it's three years. Yeah, it's three, three years between Justin and Christian, and then it's four, five, five. Because J, the J and the twins will be twenty six. Mm-hmm. So it's five years okay. between them and Sid. Okay. Talk to us about their interact, not their interactions only, but were they overprotective of Justin? <sighs> I think as they, as so as they have gotten older, mm-hmm. they're overprotective of Justin. Um, so the twins live with their mother Mm -hmm. and they came over on the weekends. Mm -hmm. Um, so we're all, we're a blended family. We were always a blended family on the weekend. Okay. Um, I know that Christian, Christian is protective of Justin. Christian is. Okay. He's very protective of Justin. Um, he would remember because Justin was bullied in school. Mm -hmm. Um, so he would remember, 
um, Justin being bullied Mm -hmm. in school Mm -hmm. and he couldn't do anything about it because Mm -hmm. of course he's younger than him Um, did they attend the same school for yes for a little bit okay Um, but he more so remembers it when Justin started going to middle school Mm-hmm. Um, I was able to navigate what schools they went to. Okay. And so they went to school with where a friend of mine was the assistant, assistant principal. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, Justin, but Justin didn't go, I think, till maybe like the third grade. Mm-hmm. Chris and Sydney were at the same school. Okay. Um, for the longest. And then, uh, so Justin wasn't bullied there mm-hmm. because, of course, Auntie Jay is at the school. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, Aunt JL is there. But when Justin went to middle school, um, that, yeah, Justin was bullied then. And so yeah. Christian remembers that. Okay. And so, um, but Christian is, is more protective of Justin than, uh, well, they all are. They kind of all are, but in mm-hmm. their own ways. In their own ways, yeah. So when they went to, when it was time for college, um, I remember asking the twins, what did you think about Justin going to school with them? Um, and so Juwan was the one that said he didn't feel comfortable with it because he um, he felt like he would have to protect Justin mm-hmm. a lot. Mm-hmm. He would have to look out for him, mm-hmm. um, you know, and he didn't want, he didn't want to get in trouble at school, having fights, mm-hmm. having to, you know, overlook his brother. Yeah. And so, and I respected that, mm-hmm. you know, of course you got to respect that you want to go to school. You want to have a good college experience. Mm-hmm. And so, um, Jay stayed local, but then Jay did not finish school mm-hmm. like everybody else. So, um, so yeah, so, uh, Chris is more protective and Taiwan is more protective in as it relates to how Justin wants to dress sometimes because, (laughs) you know, Justin has his own style. Um, He does. He has his own style. (laughs) (laughs) Taiwan want to make sure he's looking. Yeah, you know, they all want to make sure that his outfit is is more coordinated. Um, (laughs) It's a lot more coordinated. And, um, you know, they have, so, um, they have the responsibility. Some, they said they would not do this anymore. Right. But, you know, when Justin is picking out his clothes, of course, generally I'm taking him. Mm -hmm. But it's like, you know, you're a grown man now. I don't think it's okay for you to be going with your, with your mom to pick out your clothes. That's your your sibling's responsibility. Now I'm putting that on you all. Exactly. And their experience (laughs) with Justin is like, ma, we're not going to do it Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. unless you come to the store with us. Mm -hmm, Uh, mm -hmm. We're just, we're, we're not. So, (laughs) (laughs) so I will go to the store. I will be in the store. But you still have to help your brother pick out the clothes. Right, so, because right. um, I'm not, I'm not doing that anymore. <laughs> so they're all like kind of protective in that realm. Okay. Like, yeah, yeah, Jay, we got to make sure your fit is right, right. because you're only 25, <laughs> not you know, 50. Hilarious, <laughs> hilarious. So yes, and okay. and as well as spending his money, because sometimes he could just, you know, he can be a little, a little tight. No, nah, he could be real, oh, real, real free loose. with it. Oh, real free okay. with it. Like, he's real free with it I sometimes. Love it. 
Um, but they are they are aware of the fact that if something happens to me and dad and mm-hmm. we cannot take Justin, mm-hmm. we can't take care of Justin anymore, um, they are all aware that they will have to, you know, at some point look mm-hmm. out for him. And, mm-hmm. you know, so they so they're so they are no they all know that mm-hmm. and they are protective of him in mm-hmm. that in that aspect. So that makes me feel good because yeah. you know, they, they <laughs> <laughs> that tribe is a hilarious bunch of kids I'm telling you I just love to see your children Because Watching them I think when I first met Or when I first started coming to Living Waters I want to say Jawan and Taiwan were probably Maybe in 5th grade mm-hmm. Maybe around wow. there Or 6th grade Really? Okay so I started coming <laughs> Let me Maybe not Let me, let me see uh, 2005 is when I started Coming. That's so that's about, about right. Yeah, that's probably so, about right. Because Sydney <laughs> was born in 2000. So, yeah. Wow. Sydney. Wow. Okay. So, as I've just watched their interactions over the years, first of all, I didn't know that you weren't Taiwan and, and Jawan's biological mother for uh, a long time because of just how you entreated them and how they entreated you. Okay. On top of that, seeing their interactions with Sydney, Christian, and Justin, it was as if they all grew up in the same household. Okay. So I just love their relationships with each other mm-hmm. and then the twins' relationship with you mm. because you would never know that you're a blended family. Yeah. So I wanted to ask that question about the overprotectiveness oh, yeah. because I would not have been surprised by the fact that you shared, yes, absolutely, they're overprotective because of how close they yeah. just seem. You know what I mean? So, well, we we there's no difference. That's that's one, um, and it's it's actually PL who affectionately named them the Rudra. <laughs> okay, it is. It's, it's, he's the one that named them that. Mm-hmm. But um, but I always instilled in them. A tribe sticks together. Mm. A tribe sticks together, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, and yeah. So that that was something that I instilled in them mm-hmm. um, from the time they were younger. What mm-hmm. are, you you guys are called the root tribe. What mm-hmm. does a tribe do? A tribe sticks together. Mm-hmm. A tribe sticks together. So they're the group. <laughs> we could be at a family gathering, and they will have they will talk to all of their family members, but they are the group. They will pull off, and mm. it will be those five sitting down, wow. talking and laughing amongst one another. Wow. They, it's it's never fails. I love that. It never fails. That's that's how they are. I love that's that. That's just how they are, and I I'm grateful for that. Yes, but that's also how I was raised. Um, okay. Uh, my stepmother always she never said I was her stepdaughter mm-hmm. she never she never said that about me or my mm-hmm, sister mm-hmm. um she would whenever she introduced me she would she would say this is my daughter mm-hmm. um and I was raised with blended siblings and we never called each other stepsister stepbrother we mm-hmm, never did that mm-hmm. and so um I took that cue from her and yeah, and mm-hmm. raise my kids that way. They wow. all call me mom. Um, I never called them my stepsons. They are my sons. Uh, whenever I thought about, uh, whenever I, you know, look at the finances of our family, um, I always said I had five kids. Mm-hmm. I never said I had three. 
Um, and I have two stepchildren. I never said that. I always said I had five kids. Whenever I looked at our finances, it was always how am I managing my finances for five children? For five children. Mm-hmm. Um, what am I doing for five children? Mm-hmm. And, mm-hmm. and I still kind of do that, you mm-hmm. know, when I'm like, uh, all right, mm-hmm. what am I buying for everybody? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I realized, oh, they grown. I don't have to do this. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. <laughs> it is amazing, though, to know that, like, Justin, Tyrone, and Juwan are 25. Yes. Like, what 25 years in the old. World? They're going to be 26 this year. Wow. 26 years old. Wow. And I believe it. <sighs> so talk to us about some of the misconceptions that people have about children that uh, are challenged with autism, even about adults, because Justin is now an adult. Mm -hmm. What are some of the misconceptions that you've noticed that people have? Um, I don't really know. You know, I know that I, um, Justin was not always, I think for us in our household, what we tried to do was always um, raise Justin with some level of normalcy, right? Um, And the way I always looked at it with Justin was, Jay, you know, I know that you are challenged by autism. And um, because he, he wasn't verbal... And even though he wasn't high functioning, he was still functioning. Mm -hmm. And so for him, I would always say, Justin, you know, even you might be challenged by autism, but at the end of the day, you're still expected to be a productive member of Mm -hmm. society. Mm -hmm. You still are expected to get a high school diploma, you know, go to work, um, Mm -hmm. you know, be be a contributing member of society. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, People might look at you and notice that there's some quirkiness about you, mm-hmm. but um, but yeah. So Justin wasn't always given like, um, I guess to say a pass just because he was challenged by autism. Yeah, he yeah. wasn't given that kind of mm-hmm, pass like that. Mm-hmm. You getting screened on just like everybody yeah. else. <laughs> yep. <laughs> you getting a punishment just like everybody uh-huh, else. Uh-huh. Um, you know, like it wasn't that. Now. When it came to, so I feel like when it came to my grandmother and my mom, Mm -hmm. that they would do that. You know, they would do those types of things um, that they would say, you know, well, he's challenged by autism, you know, you know, this and that. Mm -hmm. And yeah, there are some delays and some things like that. And Mm -hmm. again, there was some quirkiness, but in our house, Justin, you know, was treated just like everybody else. So, you know, he had to wash the dishes. Uh, you know, you got to clean your room. Mm-hmm. You have, you know, you have to do, you have your responsibilities mm-hmm. just like everybody else. So I think in that aspect, especially where Justin falls, mm-hmm. in, which is in the middle of the mm-hmm. spectrum, mm-hmm. Um, that, you know, they still, he still has responsibilities. They mm-hmm. can still perform. And that was a major thing for me. I remember because Justin writes so meticulously, Mm -hmm. um, he writes slower. Okay. And um, I remember a a, a, one of his teachers, one of the a co-teacher that was you know helping out in the classroom. She came like she wrote the answers. (laughs) 
another funny moment. She wrote the answers for Justin mm-hmm. um, to write to write when he came home. Mm-hmm. And so whenever I would sit down and help him with his homework, it, it was it wasn't always the best. I, I just wasn't always the best mm-hmm. uh, in handling all of the situations with Justin. Mm-hmm. Um, but we would do his homework and I would sit down and we would have to chunk it out. And mm-hmm. I would look for I would look for the answer, but I would tell him, okay, the answer to the question is in this area. Mm-hmm. You read the air, you read the question, and then read this area right here, and mm-hmm. I'll come back. Yeah, and 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 you'll tell me what the answer mm-hmm, is. Okay. Mm-hmm. Well, this lady wrote all the answers down, mm-hmm. and so um, so he's sitting. <laughs> So in our house, and I don't know why I did this. I did it because my dad did it to mm-hmm. me. Um, you come home, you do your homework. That's the first thing you do. You come home, you do your homework. So we're sitting there. He's doing his homework. And I noticed that he's writing the answers down. He's not asking me for any assistance. So okay. I'm like, oh, okay, well, what's going on here? Right. <laughs> did this lady write the answers for you? So I'm saying, is th- are these the answers? Mm-hmm. And he he was like, yes. Miss whoever wrote them down, and I she told me to just copy them. I was mm-hmm. like, "What? Mm-hmm. Absolutely not!" And mm-hmm. I took the paper and I ripped it up. Oh, he was so mad with me. He was muy caliente. Mm-hmm. I was like, "Justin, no, you know how to read, right? You know how to read. Uh-huh. You know how to get the answer." It might take us a little longer, yeah. but what you're not going to do mm-hmm. is be lazy That's about right. your work. That's right. And I'm not going to let somebody make you lazy right. about mm-hmm. your work. Mm-hmm. No. Mm-hmm. You're going to read this section. Mm-hmm. What is the answer to that to that question yeah and he figured it out and i was like you got no justin you you gotta learn on your own That's right. like i you can't let people um just because you have a challenge doesn't mean that you allow people to cripple you mm-hmm. because they don't think you're able to rise to the occasion. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And so, and I happened to see that person in the grocery store. I saw uh-huh. that teacher Uh-oh. in the grocery uh-huh, store. Uh-huh. And I was told her, I said, look, I know you're trying to help Justin, but um, he can find, I need him to find the answer on, on his own. And she says she did it because he writes slow. He writes slow. And I said, well, I know that about him. I do. I know that. And, um, but still, he needs to find the answers on his own. So she was just trying to speed up the process. Right. So she much. was, you know, and I get it because he is meticulous. Mm-hmm. So he doesn't move at a quicker rate than mm-hmm. like maybe you and I, you know, where something coming like this and we're doing this and we're on right. to the next. Jay still might be there. <laughs> he might. Um, but, you know, you have to exercise. I'm learning with him. You you have to exercise some uh, every day. I'm exercising more patience, you know, because yeah. this is him. Yeah, you know. And, and I I admire that patience because I've never seen you. I've never just seen you like complain or seem like the type of mom that 
is like, oh, Justin, 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 you know, just in my observations. Really? Not that I see you. It's not always. Uh, I was going to say, not that I see you 24 7 or anything like that, but I mean, even in in just, again, just observing, um, because sometimes you can kind of sense when, you know, something's going on with a parent and a Mm -hmm. child in their relationship, but. I've I've just never sensed that kind of like, oh my gosh, you know. Mm-hmm. However, this does lead me to my next question. Okay. And that is, how have you ever questioned God and said, God, why? Like, why did he do this? Why did or... you allow my child to be born this way? Um... I I don't know if I've asked that question. I can't say, did you, God, why did you do this um, to just, I don't, I, I might not have said, a, not of course, you, why, why did you do this? But more so, you know, kind of like God allowing um, Justin be Justin to be born that way because we know that God has a purpose mm-hmm. behind just everything that He mm-hmm, does, right? Mm-hmm. So it's a question of, like, let's say when you were in that season of just things were just really hard, mm-hmm. you know, when he was younger. Mm-hmm. Um, was it ever a like, why, like, why is this happening to me? Mm-hmm. Type of question. I mean, and if it has, if that's never been a question. I, I ain't gonna force it. But. I don't think that was a question um, mm-hmm. of why is this happening to me. Mm-hmm. I think because I felt like I felt the shame of of it, and I felt like you know why this is happening. Mm-hmm. You know, so I felt like it was more of um, the result as a punishment of the result that I had did. Okay, and if anything, it was more like um, it. It was more like. You did this, meaning me. You did this to mm-hmm. him. This is what you did to him as a result of not, um, of not doing what you were supposed to be doing, um, of not living the way you were supposed to be living. Mm-hmm. You know that, and you know, so it was more of a guilt thing. Okay, for a long time. For a long time. When I say a long, I'm saying like years. So at what point did you no longer have that guilt? And what caused you to no longer have that guilt? Um, So I will say that it was waning, waning. Um, It was like getting smaller and smaller. And the reason why was because, you know, I just have a good support system. Mm -hmm. You know, I have a wonderful husband who I oftentimes chew ears off and like we'll mm-hmm. do all of that mm-hmm. um i will say like his 21st birthday is when i really got the break breakthrough okay um and that's when i was i you know attempted that blog in my birth. okay <laughs> i attempted <laughs> i attempted to you know do a blog i remember that yeah you remember that and i only wrote like four posts but <laughs> but and ju- but justin's justice was the first one and that was the breakthrough um, because when I found out I was having Justin, it, it, I mean, I was just going through so much and I knew that I didn't want to abort Justin. I couldn't mm-hmm. bring myself to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, but I kept asking to have a miscarriage. I remember that. 
I kept saying, God, you know, can we just have a miscarriage? Can we just have a miscarriage? Mm -hmm. Can we like just, can you just take this baby from me? Because I don't want to be in this situation. Mm. And um, I remember, uh, you know, your first visit, when they do your first visit, they do a sonogram and they, Mm -hmm. you know, want to hear the baby's heartbeat and all of that other Mm -hmm. stuff. And I remember they were like looking for his heartbeat and they couldn't find it. They could not find it. So you said maybe this is And it. I was like, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, mm-hmm. like what is going on? Like, oh, they could not find it for mm-hmm. like, it seemed like forever they could not find it. And um, and then they found it and tears, like tears just came out my eyes. And I was like, oh my gosh, like, and then I just knew like you, you and this, you and this, you're, you're in this one and you're going to have this baby. And, um... Mm-hmm. And so they give you this bag, and I probably am getting ready to tear up now. Thank you for the tissues. Um, <laughs> so they give you this bag, and um, they say, they give you a book of baby names. And mm-hmm. so I'm going through the names and everything, and they get tell you, like, what they mean and all of that stuff. And um, and I knew that if he was, a, like, if it was a girl, I was going to name name her Sasha. Mm-hmm. I was adamant about that. But I stumbled on the name Justin, and it said, Justin means justice. And I was like, I'm naming him Justin because one day he's going to have justice. One day, this out of this entire situation, mm-hmm. he is going to have justice. Mm-hmm. You know, this isn't the best situation for him to be born into, but he's going to have it. And I remember as... I was um, thinking about the fact mm. that he was, when he was turning 21, and um, I was just sitting there, and I was thinking about, I was looking for this this one day to have, to be able to point fingers at people mm. and say, you know, I did it on my own, mm. and you, you know, whatever, mm-hmm. na-na-na-boo-boo type mm-hmm. of thing. And um, I had just looked at, from his birth up until that very moment, how he actually had justice. And he had this mm. community of people from the time he was born, from like uh, my family supporting me, my girlfriends. I mean, my girlfriends had the best support system with my girlfriends. Mm. Um, <laughs> like when I, when I had to go to school, I had to go back to school for my job and my girlfriends would come and pick him up. Um, they would take a night and and from school. They would pick him up from the caregiver who lived down the street from us, mm-hmm. and um, and 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 go into the house and stay there until I came home. Mm-hmm. And then his godmother would pick him up. Um, Sister Felicia is Justin's god oh, uh, godmother, okay. Okay. and she would pick him up on Friday mm-hmm. from Miss Rita. And she would keep him until Saturday morning and bring him home from that until meeting my husband and then living waters. And I just remember that how he honestly had gotten justice throughout his entire Mm -hmm. life. It Mm -hmm. wasn't this big moment Mm -hmm. that I needed to have. It wasn't this big moment that I needed to look back on people and like shake my finger at. Hmm. But it was like, it really was God giving him justice throughout his life. Mm-hmm. And 
that day was like, and I just had tears in his eyes. Every day, every year for his birthday, I cry. I do. <laughs> no surprise. <laughs> like every year for his birthday, I sit there and I cry and mm-hmm. I look at him and I say how proud I am and just mm-hmm. what he's what what he's accomplished and what he's gone through and you know just all of that. But I look at the situation that he was born into mm-hmm. and how God has miraculously like turned it out for his good and I am like amazed I'm so, I am so amazed at it like I could never have imagined Justin getting the justice that he has gotten over mm. his, over his lifetime I could I could not have imagined that because what I imagined would have been just one day but it's been like throughout his entire life mm. since he's been here. And I, yeah, and that was the moment where I was like, you know what? Justin really has gotten justice. Like he has, mm. even up until now for his job, you know, even up until now for his job. His job came like, it was a long road, but that was, again, that was God, like, was like, yeah, okay, you wanna act up. Mm-hmm. Okay, we're going to make him sit home mm-hmm. for five years. And I cried and boo-hoo, what is going to happen? Oh, my God, what's going to happen to him? What is going to was All of that. And then one day, this job came up, and we were like, Justin. <laughs> Again, Justin gives these quirky answers. Mm-hmm. He gives these quirky answers that you wouldn't really expect him to do. Mm-hmm. And... um and yeah, he gave this quirky answer. And then I was like, look, Jay, look, we got to go with this one now, dude. Mm-hmm. And they were going to put him on the night shift. And Dante was like, oh my gosh, what is that? Da 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 da. Mm-hmm. And then it turned out they put him on the day shift. And Justin has been self employed. He's not self employed, but he's been employed for two years. Mm-hmm. And the amount of money that he has in two years. <laughs> the amount of money this brother has in his banks for two years uh-huh, uh-huh. it's like can you can you can you give mom some money? right right <laughs> remember i i raised you for these <laughs> yes so, i love it i love it so yeah the, that's beautiful though the the eye-opening break mm-hmm. breakthrough was when he turned 21 mm-hmm. Yeah, that's beautiful. I love it. Yeah. So we've we've talked about a lot. Mm-hmm. Um, what do you love about being Justin's mom? Oh, so much. He's he is hilarious. <laughs> when I say he's funny, he really is. Mm-hmm. I you, but you know what? I love Justin's. Um, He's funny. Mm-hmm. He is. He's really, really funny. I love how just you don't really have to say a lot to Justin too. Justin is he takes initiative as well. You wouldn't okay. think that mm-hmm. about him, but he does. Mm-hmm. He will see things and he will just jump in there and do it. Mm-hmm. Um <laughs> that I like that about him. Mm-hmm. I like how he is he has a giving heart. Mm-hmm. Um sometimes I have to be like, nah, no, absolutely not. Mm-hmm. No, okay, stop, stop. Uh-huh. <laughs> yeah. Um, but he has a giving heart. Yeah. Um 
you know, it's so much to love about him. Mm-hmm. It really is. I love how he um, <laughs> he's committed to being single right now. <laughs> <laughs> that part is funny. Um, <laughs> Go when ahead, I ask Justin. him, like, do you, you know, do you think you want to have a girlfriend? Um, you know, mm-hmm. do you think about that? Because there are certain things you just ask. Like, mm-hmm. how are you feeling at this certain point? Mm-hmm. And he's committed to it. He's like, no. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> I'm like, all right, Jen. Okay. <laughs> it was like, and I remember once, again, it's funny because I said, well, do you think, um, you know, do you not think, do you think you're not attractive? Is that why is mm-hmm. He was like, no, no, it's no. not that. <laughs> I was like, okay, brother. <laughs> I know I look good. I mean, he was like, no, it's not that. <laughs> I was like, oh, uh, I'm, I'm just checking bases, right, sir. Right. Like, I'm just asking, just trying to figure where you are. <laughs> he was it. very quick about I that one. <laughs> no, I don't think it's that. Ain't that. Okay. <laughs> Right. I mean, let's let's just end this conversation. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love it. Yes. So, but you're right about Justin being being sweet and kind hearted. I remember there was this season like every after every service, he would just come and give me a hug. Oh. <laughs> and I think he did it with some of the other ladies in the church. He'll just give us hugs after every Sunday. Yeah. And I was like, Justin, that's so sweet. Yeah. <laughs> and he made sure like. <laughs> I'm going to give you a hug. Like, I knew. I was like, oh, he coming. He about to come give me this hug. You know? But it was it was just so sweet. And oh, um, okay. I saw a different side of him. Okay. You know? So, this is our last, um, our last, or well, my last question for you. Oh, I'm having such a good time. <laughs> this has been a great conversation. It has. It really has. I'm having a wonderful time. Yeah, it really okay. has. All right. Let's I just, make it count. I just... <laughs> the most I've laughed. Really? Yes. I'll make during you the conversation. laugh <laughs> <laughs> I love it. I just want you to give advice to not only mothers, but fathers out there too who are raising children okay. that are challenged with autism. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe they have adult children now as well okay. that have autism. Just give them some advice and some encouragement. Some advice and encouragement. Stick with it. Well, you can't go anywhere really, but um, <laughs> it gets better. I will say that. It, it it actually does get better, um, and you will have breakthroughs. Um, it just gets better. It's not. It's. I, I know that there are moments where it seems like, oh my gosh, like what is going to happen? Mm-hmm. Like how is this going to work for my child? Like what's going to happen to him or what's going to happen to her? Um, but. It, it it will work itself out and your child there will be moments where your child will actually surprise you um they are i, I there was a moment i i worked for baltimore city public schools and justin was going for a job interview for like an internship program and they asked uh, all of the students in there, if you could be an animal, what would you be, right? Mm-hmm. And I had taken I had taken the students there. Mm-hmm. So they were saying lions, they were saying this, they were saying that. And, and Justin said he would be a wolf, mm-hmm. right? Now, me, I'm like a wolf. <laughs> and I was like, mm-hmm. oh my gosh, Justin, why would you say that? Mm-hmm. Like, why would you say you would be a wolf? And his response was... Because wolves are leaders of the pack. 
Wow. I love it. I love it. (laughs) Shut your mouth. That is exactly what I said to myself in my head. You need to shut your mouth. Uh Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Because this boy got it. Wow. I was blown away. Mm. And so I really feel like like there are moments where your child is going to be doing things and you are going to shake your head like, what in the world just mm-hmm. happened? Mm-hmm. Or how did you come How? Like, just how did you come up with that? Mm-hmm. But I'm, go- I'm telling you, through these steps and through these moments, your child will surprise you and you they will and in those surprising moments your child is letting you know um I'm good and you have to savor those moments Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you do you have to savor those moments and know that that they are you got to hang on to those moments so that when it is a a, when you're sitting there with a (sighs) yeah Mm-hmm. Oh my goodness! Mm-hmm. You can look back on that and be like, you know what? Yeah, it's a, it's not great right now. Yeah, but remember that moment, and remember that moment when, like, oh, they did such and such, or they caught this, mm-hmm. or they caught that, mm-hmm. and um, and you can, and you can ride, ride it out, and say they're gonna be good. Like right now, like Jay is really good. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like mm-hmm. he is, he's really good. Now there aren't, there are still moments where it's like, yeah, brother, that wasn't the right one to do, <laughs> or, you know, and you got to give them room to grow too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, you do, you have to give them room to grow. You have to give them room to figure out as they, as Justin is an adult now, you know, it's no more, no, you can't do this. You can't do that. It's mm-hmm. more of, okay, what's your opinion? What do yeah. you think about yeah. it? You know, those kinds of things. Um, Because at the end of the day, you're growing with your child. Mm -hmm. You just are. Mm -hmm. You're learning with them. Mm -hmm. You're trying to figure it out with them. And... um, and and also have a have a strong community that you can mm-hmm. be like you know vent to and and you can and they can pray with you you know there are days when Minister Nadia has definitely prayed me through some mm-hmm. situations mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. you know because I would be like I don't even know I don't I I don't know what's gonna happen mm-hmm. to him like what that that was my greatest fear what is going to happen to him. Mm-hmm. What's going to happen to Jay? Mm-hmm. Um, how is he going to be able to navigate these moments if he's doing this right now? And yeah. then now I look back on those moments and I'll, I might be like, remember when Justin <laughs> <laughs> remember when Justin did such and such or their moments where I'll tell Dante, that's your son. Uh-huh. I just, he's not my kid today. Mm-hmm. Right. I don't care what you say. That's your kid. Right. Please go talk to your kid uh-huh. about about mm-hmm. that uh-huh. how he should not be doing that right, you right. know those kinds of things mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm thinking of the moment where he he didn't he didn't wash his hands uh-huh. and he said to me I said you're not even washing your hands I used hand sanitizer it's it's 99% effective <laughs> well that 1% go wash your hands <laughs> Justin, I love it. And that's the quirk. That's the hilarious part of him. I love it. And then I just say to Dante, did you just hear your son? Can you please have a conversation with him? 
So yeah, just know that you're growing. Have a support system. Mm -hmm. Um, They are going to be fine. It is going to work itself. It it is all going to work itself out for the good. And then just like my testimony, you're going to have a testimony. Mm -hmm. Yes, I love it. Thank you so much for being on this podcast (laughs) and sharing your story. Well, thank you for having me. (laughs) But, but no, seriously, thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Um, because there may be parents out there who may not want to be open and honest about their experiences. Absolutely. You Sometimes know, raising it's, their children. It's, it's great. Yeah. Sometimes your kid is doing things you cannot explain. Yeah. And you, you can't. Mm-hmm. You don't have an answer for it. Mm-hmm. You don't. And it's in those moments that you feel like I'm lost. Mm-hmm. I don't know what I'm doing. Yeah. Um, but it's in that moment that you have to reach out. That's um, right. You do, That's right. or else, or yeah, uh, it, yeah. Mm-hmm. You you gotta reach out. You got to. Mm-hmm. I'll, I'll tell you this one last thing, and then I will be done. Mm-hmm. I remember there was a moment in 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 us in our relationship, um, Justin, where he was just doing so much. He was he was doing so much. I couldn't explain it. And um, it was it was overwhelming. Mm-hmm. It was overwhelming to me. And Dante is a police officer. And when where we lived at the at uh, pre before our house now, um, it was it was it was it wasn't a good moment. Mm-hmm. And um, when Dante would come home, the first thing he would do is he would take his gun off and he would put it up on this the shelf mm-hmm. up far in the house. And it was just a really bad moment with Justin. Um, I, and I, I just, I don't know if I, I can't remember if I like might've spanked him or just screamed on him or something. It was just really bad. Mm-hmm. And, um, and I remember going upstairs and I was just sitting there um, and, and I was just sitting there and, and I was like, this is, this is too much. Like it's, it's really there. And I snuck downstairs, like I actually did. I was sneaking downstairs. Mm -hmm. And I remember going to, I got Dante's gun off the shelf. Mm -hmm. And I went back upstairs and I put it on the bed Mm -hmm. and I sat there and I kept, and I kept staring at it. Mm -hmm. I kept staring at the gun. And, um, and, and, and my, my thinking was I need to, I can't hurt Justin. I cannot hurt him. He's my son. Mm-hmm. I need to take myself out mm. because this moment, this, this, this is how overwhelming the moment was. Wow. It was overwhelming. And I just sat there and I kept looking at the gun. I kept looking at the gun. I just kept looking at it. And I remember, and, and I called Dante upstairs. I called him upstairs. And he comes upstairs and he's looking and he's like, why is my gun on the bed? And I told him, I was like, this situation with Justin is overwhelming. It's overwhelming. He's doing things. I can't explain it. And I don't always have the patience with him like I should. And I felt, and I just felt like, I asked him to take it. That's what I did. When he came and said, I was like, you need to take this. But he asked me, why is it on the bed? And mm-hmm. I was telling him it was overwhelming. It was just too much for me. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to hurt Justin. I don't want to hurt him. Um, and I feel like I need to, I needed to take myself out. Mm-hmm. 
before I do something to my child. Wow. Um, and he, of course, the husband that I have, he was like, you cannot do that. I know it's overwhelming with him, but we can't, you can't do this. It's going to get better. And Dante's answer has always been, it's going to get better. Now, when he would say that, it would annoy me. It would, because mm-hmm. it would just, mm-hmm. I, you know, I'm a planner. I don't want to hear it's just going to get better. Right. It's, well, right. how is it going to get yeah, better? Yeah, yeah. Um, but he, he, that's always been his stance. Don't worry, it's going to get better. And he's mm-hmm. never wavered from that, mm-hmm. you know. Um, so in those moments, and yeah, I, I, you know, I need to, I, I had to go have conversations with girlfriends. Um, mm-hmm. Again, I, you know, I, I never went to a support group. I probably should have then, mm-hmm. but um, I just never did. But I, I had a good support system, you know, and it's, it, it is going to be those moments where it's just going to be overwhelming, but you got to go back to the word. Um, mm-hmm. I wasn't always going to the word um, in that moment, but you do have to go deeper into the word. You probably should do a support system. Um, you probably should go to therapy, mm-hmm. you know, but, but again, it's going to get better. Mm-hmm. It, it, it is. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I promise you mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. It will definitely get better. Mm-hmm. If you stick with it, it will get better. Mm-hmm. And, um, yeah. Wow. And then you'll have, you'll have a story just like I would. Wow. Well, thank you so much, again, for sharing. Absolutely. For sharing. And I want to thank everyone who has tuned in to this episode. I don't know about you guys, but I hope somebody out there is truly encouraged. Yes. I really do. Just listening to her story, hearing things that I didn't know, um, I'm definitely like, wow. <laughs> wow, wow. <laughs> and the center of it all has always been God. Yes. So I hope that moms and dads and even siblings out there are encouraged and know that as long as you have God first, no matter what the challenge is, it's going to work. Yeah. God works all things together for our good because we love him and we're called according to his purpose. So thank you so much for listening. I pray that what you've heard encouraged you to remain hopeful and to never stop believing in God's strategic and perfect plan for your life. If you like what you've heard, please subscribe, rate, and hit the notification bell to be notified of future episodes. You can also head over to my YouTube channel to check out the video recording and subscribe. I hope you'll tune in for the next episode. God bless.